Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. It was obviously it was a, a massive thing in my career. Um, I've been at Wolves for 10 years and um, there were quite a number of clubs in for me at the time and uh, obviously the Wolves they, they wanted to sell me and uh, they're going to go to the highest bidder which was obviously Manchester City at the time and it, it was a, an incredible amount of money. Uh, but yeah, at the time it was it was it was the first one and a half million pound footballer, and uh, it didn't really hit me as such uh, until probably three or four months after my time after being at Manchester City. What sort of pressure does that fee put on a player? Um, when I realised I was going to Manchester City and, and, and looked at the players that I was going to play with, likes of uh, Paul Power, uh, Joe Corrigan, uh, Tony Henry. Asa Hartford, Gary Owen, um, Mick Channon and, and people like that, uh, then it, 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 you didn't see much pressure because they, they were having a good, decent run at the time. But when I signed on the Wednesday, unknown to me, the, the club sold four players. They sold Gary Owen, Asa Hartford, Peter Barnes and Mick Channon, uh, which obviously if you're a fan you're going to say, well, they've sold them four just to pay for him. And those four players basically were international players, and they were they were loved by the fans. You know, they were, they were icons at the football club, and uh, I've come in as one player to replace the four of them, and uh, that proved very very difficult at the time. To be honest with you, did uh, obviously the manager at the time was was Malcolm Allison. Did he do anything to kind of ease the pressure on you? Uh, yeah, yeah, Malcolm Malcolm was was brilliant, and, and and also Tony Tony Book was fantastic with me, but it was just it. it it was a difficult move, and uh, and I was there was nobody more disappointed than me when it didn't work. I mean, in, in actual fact, I signed I actually signed a ten-year contract, and um, when you when you sell four players with the experience of those four players, uh, and you replace them with younger players, where usually the younger players would get a game, come out for two or three games, go back in, come out again for two or three games, but. We didn't have that luxury. We had uh, we had Tommy Caton, God rest his soul, uh, who was 15. Uh, Ray Ransom, who was about 17. Nicky Reed, 17. Uh, Steve McKenzie, who was 17. So we we had a, a batch of young players that you, you if you were a manager you'd bring them in for a game, like I say, and leave them out for two or three games. But we didn't have that facility, so they, those lads had to learn pretty quick. What was the fans' reaction? Um, they, they, to be fair, they, they, they were very, very good, but it, it just seemed the the harder I tried, uh, the worse it became, you know. And maybe I started to try and do things uh, that would make up for a mistake I may have made and, and, and try hard, try harder to, to make a 35, 40-yard pass that probably a 5 or 6-yard pass would have done and looked probably better. But uh, coming for that sort of money, I was probably trying to impress more than I actually needed to. And as I say, the, the harder I tried, the, the worse it got. Did it hurt the way it kind of carried on and on and on all throughout your time at City? Oh, absolutely. Dear me, I've just said, it, it, it seems, honestly, it seems as, as though it was yesterday. 
I could remember everything and uh, it, like I said there was no one so I've got a lot of pride in, in what I do and um, and I, it's nice to be liked and, and, uh, and appreciated but like I said the, the harder I tried the worse it got and there was nobody literally honestly nobody more disappointed than me when it didn't work if you had the chance, looking back at your career now, to, to change anything about that, would you would you have still made that move to Manchester City? Yes, definitely. Uh, obviously, as you get older, you gain more experience, and there was there was a few things I did wrong uh, at Manchester City, and, and um, I should have I should have I should have stuck there and battled it out and shown and shown basically a lot more character than I did, uh, and that will always that will always hurt me and be in the back of my mind that. Uh, I maybe walked away a little bit too easy instead of fighting, fighting my corner, and, and and winning everybody over and doing the job that I was, I was brought in to do. Now obviously, uh, when you talk about being the first one and a half million pound player, when you look at the fees that's spent on players these days, that it, it it seems like an insignificant amount of money. So what what kind of advice would you have for players who are record transfers? Well, they they're great players in their own right. You know, you've got the the Negredos, the Agueros. Um, Gareth Bale's gone to uh, Real Madrid. They are great players in their own right. But when I left Wolves to go to Manchester City, those sort of transfers were very, very few and far between. But now you're looking at, you know, it's commonplace that they're going for 25, 30, 35, 40 million. So it, it, they're happening all the time. And But when I went, every man and his dog had an opinion. Now it's just commonplace, so they just get on with it. But whatever they, whatever they go for, I mean, like, like Gareth Bale just blend into the side and, 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 and listen to what people are saying to you and, and don't try and do anything that you're not capable of doing, just play your way into the situation and play your way into the games uh, and, 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 and I always say make sure that the, the first thing you do is, 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 is right, make, you, make sure your first pass gets to its target, make sure you're in your first tackle, make sure you're in your first header and that will give you confidence and, and, and give you a boost so that you know, you're, blending, you're blending in with the team and, and they're impressed with you and and it'll go from strength to strength. Why do you think some big money signings can hit the ground running and others struggle to kind of settle into the team? Um, maybe from from what I've just said, you know, they, they, they settle in a little bit quicker. Um, I'd, I'd only had one club previous to Manchester City, which was Wolverhampton Wanderers. I was there for 10 years and um, I played basically with a settled side. Uh, and I, I think I played all season with... In the middle of the park at Wolves was myself, Ken Ebert and Willie Carr. And I came to Manchester City, four players being sold, and uh, it, it was going through um, a, a period of experimentation, you know, and uh, Malcolm probably didn't know what his best lineup was or his best players were in the positions they, they should have been in or whatever, but it, it just didn't work, and, and that's all part of life, and you move on. But if I had my time again, I would definitely, definitely... I've stayed and seen it out and battled my way and, and made everybody realise what a good player I was at the time.